This episode of the Tuesday Special Podcast is brought to you by Cabarrus Brewing Company. Check them out at cabarrusbrewing.com. And if you're in the Concord, North Carolina area, stop by their amazing tap room with the best beer from here. Cabarrus Brewing Company, cabarrusbrewing.com. Everything you said, they already knew, more or less. of the Tuesday Special Podcast. My name is Patrick Price. I am your host. And guess what, guys? Just me today. Just me. No guest. Just me. I'm going single on this thing. A uh, minute to win it, I guess. I don't know. I was going to throw a bunch of puns at you, but I ran out at two. I don't even know if single on this thing is... I don't even know what I was trying to say there. But yeah, it's just me. Just me. I'm sitting in my office... Uh, not in the studio. Uh, this is where I do all my editing and all that. If you're watching this on YouTube, if not, you can go to youtube.com backslash Patrick Price. I don't actually, I don't even know if it's backslash. I don't, like, go subscribe to my channel so I can get enough subscribers that I can have my own URL. Because I think it's just, it's like channel backslash 12895729348825. I don't know if that's real or not. That's just me. But yeah. But this episode is all about. Me and this podcast. So if you've liked the first four episodes where I've had amazing guests, uh, go back and check them out on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Or you can watch every episode on our YouTube channel. Or you can go to canepunch.com backslash Tuesday Special, uh, C-H-E-W-S-D-A-Y, and check them out. It's a fun time, fun podcast episodes. Uh, This thing's getting to where I want it to be. And I'll get into it a little bit later in the podcast because I have a little rundown of how of what I'm wanting to accomplish on my phone. But uh, yeah, this 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 whole thing. Actually, you know what? Screw it. I'll get into it right now. This whole podcast was about me doing something for myself, and it originated from an idea that I had about a year ago that I kind of talked about in a few earlier podcast episodes. But it's. Uh, all right, sorry, I had to make sure I was recording this. Uh, it, it, it was called Conversations in America. And that idea basically was based on going around and finding complete strangers and having conversations with them. And that would be so much easier and harder than what I do now. But I kind of tweaked it and uh, made, it, made it its own idea with the Tuesday Special Podcast. And... Now it's just me having conversations with my friends, and hopefully as this thing grows, it'll be like colleagues, comedians, athletes, uh, superstars, anything and everything. I have I have friends all over the board, but I don't even want it to be about friends. I want it to be uh, just a platform that people can come on here, and they can just talk. And get to, we get to know them and get to know their their background, uh, why they do what they do, which is what I'm going to get into this this episode of uh, what makes me tick and why why do I want to grow? Why do I want to take my little bit of free time that I have and and create this Tuesday special brand and podcast and grow it into something uh, that could be as big as anything I've done? And that that's my goal for it. Uh, if you, I guess this is a good time. Better than ever to tell you about our pay, our new Patreon page. 
And I don't, I don't, this like what, what I've said in the Patreon, if you've seen it, I'm not begging for money. It's just a way that you can monetarily uh, commit or sponsor or be a partner of this podcast and help it grow. Uh, once again, if you become a, a partner in this thing, or if you like or subscribe to uh, the iTunes, the YouTube, the page, uh, Patreon, the Stitcher Radio, it, I mean, any of those pages, if you like or subscribe, you're a part of the team. It doesn't have to be a money thing. You're a part of this Tuesday special team, and that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're trying to build. Uh, yeah, and and I don't do it. I'm, I started as doing something for me uh, that involves me being the forefront of it instead of doing what I've done ever since I graduated from art school and that's working for other people and building other brands and building other companies. And now it's time to step up and try to build mine. But uh, that's that's the reason behind this. I never got into it because the first episode of the podcast, we just jumped straight in with Evan Pitfield, which which is a, a amazing episode. I couldn't have started it any better. So go back and check it out if you'd like. But yeah, I've never sat down and talked about why I wanted to do this and the reasoning behind like the creation of this podcast. Cause I work for PWX. I've done the cane punch comedy podcast. Uh, I've done the wrestling open forum show podcast. Uh, I even go back to politicking one one the first podcast I ever did with one of my buddies. Uh, all those podcasts were about building something else, building another brand, building something that doesn't pertain to just Patrick and that's that sounds somewhat selfish in this state but it's but it's just a matter of when when you spend so much time building other brands you finally i guess get to the point where it's like what what would happen if i did all this stuff for something for myself what if i if i was the forefront of this brand if it's if it's not like uh a, a wrestling company or a uh, a comedy group. What if, what if this, like, what if I put every, all my effort and all my time and that I have outside of what I, when I work for other companies into building this. And and that's what this is about. And, and I've always been, I've, I, I don't know. People talk about the mountaintop or reaching your goal or reaching the top of the mountain. And, uh, yeah, sometimes that, I don't know that I've ever been there. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know how to judge that. I mean, you hear people that are become millionaires that talk about they're not satisfied. They wish they did more. Uh, I live my life on a, from an artistic point of view, from an artistic uh, value system, and I just want to create. I want to create. It's not necessarily to make a million dollars. It's not to be rich. It's uh, it's. I have these ideas in my head, and as an artist, I want to get them out. And I and in turn, I want to create a platform for not only myself but for other artists to get their ideas out. Uh, I mean, I watch a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of people on YouTube, and I'm not. I'm not going to make this about uh, things I watch. But I got I recently got into uh, Casey Neistat. Uh, if you don't watch him on YouTube, he's a vlogger on YouTube. He created this thing called Three Six Eight, and I'm not endorsing it, but I love the concept of it. I love the fact that he's uh, creating a, a like a system or a, a place where in like inventors or YouTube YouTubers or up and coming uh, podcasters can go and be a part of it. And yeah, and that's, it's an amazing concept and that's, that's not, I don't have enough pull or celebrity or, uh, I don't have much enough of a platform in this stage 
uh, to create something like that. But I, that's that's the idea. The idea is to create something where, like a platform, for lack of a better term, I keep saying platform, but I can't think of anything else, but it is what it is, uh, to create this platform to showcase my skills and showcase all of my friends and uh, co-workers and uh, f- artists in the North Carolina or the world. I mean, if this thing's going to grow the way I want it to, the world. It's just a way to uh, create something where we can showcase our talents and showcase uh, our abilities and our beliefs and our uh, ideas and what drives us. And uh, I don't know necessarily if I could like tell you what drives me. I'm just I'm driven by creation. I'm driven by like the something the the creative process for lack of I mean more importantly the creative process because I love the creative process of something in your head that you can that you are so driven to make happen that you will do anything in your abilities to make happen that that inspires me every day I I can tell you many stories stories after story after story of people like doing things that Others say they they can't do or it's impossible, uh, and then they prove them wrong. That's 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 the epitome of uh, belief in yourself and uh, belief in the system and belief in the in creativity. But yeah, but that's enough about me. If you if you want to uh, hit up the Patreon page, just check it out. Check out the tiers. It's patreon.com backslash Patrick Price. Uh, yeah, and that's solely based on the Tuesday special. Uh, podcast and community that we're trying to build and some people have asked and i don't want this to be a q a session i don't know i've never done this single podcast thing and it's pretty freaking scary uh took a ton not a ton i can't say a ton i took alpha brain for the first i'm hold on let me take a sip i took alpha brain for the first time uh today yesterday and today and i'll give you a little brief history of what alpha brain like my history with Alpha Brain. If you don't know what Alpha Brain is, it's a product from a company called Onnit out of Austin, Texas. Onnit, O-N-N-I-T.com. Uh, I love this product, and for for a few simple, for a few reasons. But uh, when I was thirty, I'm thirty five years old now. When I was about thirty two, I was diagnosed with ADHD and uh, attention deficit hyperactive dis. I think hyperactive disorder. Uh, ADHD. I shouldn't even try to get into it, but, uh, it's where I don't, I don't have an attention span. I couldn't, I started so many product projects and I couldn't finish them, uh, because I'd start one, I'd get about halfway through and then I would, uh, pause to start a new one and get out halfway through. And next thing I know I had seven projects and anybody that you, that are my friends that I've worked with, uh, that I've done artistic projects with will tell you that's, there's, that's the definition of me. Sometimes still today, but through my late twenties and early thirties, that's the definition of of Patrick, of what I what I was as a creator and an artist. Is I had so many ideas, and I still do, but I had so many ideas. I'd start all of them, and I couldn't finish them because I'd get so bogged down, and my plate would get so full that I w- was not able to finish them. So uh, I got uh, I got diagnosed with ADHD, and then I uh, started taking Adderall. And I'm, people know Adderall. Students take Adderall in college so they can't get uh, so they can study, 
and uh, get all that stuff done and, and stay up all night and blah, blah, blah. It gives you this like caffeine rush or high. But uh, that's not what I took it for. What I, when I took Adderall, Adderall would help me focus on projects. So I didn't take it for the, the, what some people take it for uh, to, to stay up all night to finish projects. It's not what I took it for. I would take it early morning or in the morning, every morning when I wake up. It would help me focus on projects. It helped me complete. I mean, it, it really, honestly, I don't know if there's been bad, like bad uh, reviews on Adderall or is taken uh, has a bad connotation in the in society. But like, it really helped me. And so I took Adderall for a year, and uh, it, it helped me so much, and and almost like dangerously helped me to the point where I was so reliant on Adderall that if I didn't take it, I felt like I was at a disadvantage, uh, in, in completing and being able to complete work or, or be successful with my business. And, uh, that's where it kind of started getting uh, like kind of a little, a little scary because I became so uh, adamant that I had to have Adderall to do my jobs right or to complete projects that uh, I became very reliant on on that drug. And uh, then I made the conscious decision to like get off of it or to try to wing myself off of it. And instead of, uh, instead of just stop taking it, which I don't know if there's any side effects. I didn't review any of that stuff. I probably should have before I started talking about it on the podcast, but I didn't know I was going to get into this. But uh, I started studying or researching, I should say online, uh, different, uh, like I call them brain medicines, but different, like all natural supplements that could give you the same, like the same type of, uh, advantage or the same type of help that has no chemicals in it. So long story short, I found on it and, uh, I found alpha, alpha brain and, uh, I did all my research. It took me about two or three months to finally just jump on board and, and order it. And I took and I took Alpha Brain for six months. Just stopped taking Adderall, like just cut and dry, and started taking Alpha Brain. And then that helped wing me off of Adderall. And it's all natural. I don't believe there's any like bad side effects. I I haven't found any. There's there's always going to be those uh, those websites of like combating if it works or not that's the way it is with any any supplement any uh anything that is i mean any any drug or not even drug i shouldn't say drug any supplement any supplement that's that's what's going to happen is you're going to have people that say it doesn't work because it's not potent enough or people say it does work because it helps them out in 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 my my experience and that's all i can i can talk with or i can go with my experience in my experience Alpha Brain helped wing me off of Adderall, and uh, for the and then I just quit taking. I ran out of uh, my ninety day supply after about six months, and I just quit taking it. And uh, started doing this podcast. I was watching a Rogan podcast, and he was talking about it, and uh, and it like kind of kind of got me to where I wanted to try to. I wanted to try it again because I've been. I'm doing this podcast. I want to be sharp. I want to uh, be. Uh, my plate's getting full. And, uh, yeah, I wanted to try it. So this is the first podcast that I've taken alpha brain and 
Uh, I don't feel any different. This is only my second day. Uh, but I do feel like I can get my words out better. That's the big thing with, with – that was the big thing with Adderall and the big thing with Alpha Brain. And I don't want to compare the two. Uh, this is just the two in my experience. This is the two things that uh, I've had in my life that I can like counter uh, – I can compare the experiences of taking both. And what I liked about one thing I liked I like about both of them is uh, when you I don't know if it's if it's a uh, an effective ADHD or if I know like attention span is is uh, like is your attention span is not as good when you have ADHD and uh, your attention to detail et cetera et cetera. Uh, but I I'd have things in my head and I couldn't get them out. Like I have sentences or statements in my head, and when I try to get them out, I can't get them out. Like they don't come out. I, I get them out. They just don't come out to the uh, as precise as they are in my head, which can be very frustrating, especially in a business setting or in a in a professional work environment that you're trying to relay this message that you're that you feel very uh, that you feel very like strongly about and you can't get get it out the way you want it to and that might be one of the things that attracted me to Adderall as much but that's one thing that does attract me to alpha brain is it I do feel like that when I take it I can get it out and uh, get everything I need out in in the same context that it is in my brain if that makes any sense at all uh but yeah, and this this isn't an ad for Alpha Brain. If you want to try it, try it. If not, then don't. Uh, on it is doing very well for themselves. Uh, they don't need me to to endorse them. But uh, but yeah, dude, I love it. I just started taking it, uh, and yeah, I just started taking it again. But uh, that I do owe. I owe on it. I owe uh, the Alpha Brain product on uh, getting me off Adderall and not being uh, reliant on a chemical based product. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's hot as hell in here. I'm inside. I'm not even in the garage studio where I sweat my balls off all the time. I'm in my office and I'm still hot. Maybe the lights, but, uh, but yeah, this is weird. This is interesting, uh, doing this by myself. I hope, I hope you're entertained. I feel like I'm trying to entertain you and, uh, not have my screensavers in the background go off, but but yeah, the damn, I've only been going 18 minutes. The uh, let me see what else we want to talk about. I got a baby coming, baby on the way, baby G. Uh, my girlfriend's due in uh, a month, maybe. Yeah, roughly right around a month, and uh, it's scary. It's, I mean, it's not scary, scary, it's not scary to the point where. I'm like, can't sleep at night, but it's, I don't know, like, answer me this. If you want to comment on the YouTube video or, uh, like send a review, I don't know how you comment on iTunes, but like, what is the, what is the scariest part of, of having, not having it, but like a, an upcoming baby? Is it that, that your life's never going to be the same again? Or is it that, you have to worry about this kid the rest of your life. Uh, no more just worrying about if you're going to get in on time or if you got to be at work on time. Now you have this this little kid that's going to turn into a 
a young man or young woman and uh, an adult that you did is now under under your supervision and under your care uh is it that you don't know what's going to happen when like with the birth uh that's some that's one thing that's one thing that I'm freaked out about it's it's like I'm I'm taking this as steps I'm taking it as there's like I want to get to where we have a baby laying around and then I'll get to where I'm scared like making sure it's breathing all the time and uh making sure that it's uh, taken care of and make sure it eats and all that stuff. Uh, I'll get to that, but I just want to, I just want to get through the birth. I want to get through the birth. I want the baby to be healthy. I want my girlfriend Katie to be healthy. Uh, and, and then, and then I'll worry about everything else. So I guess I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stage warrior. If that's it, that's a thing we're going to create, create words here. I'm a stage warrior. So I just worry about the next thing I need to worry about. And then after that happens, then I go to the next thing. And then after that happens, I go to the next thing. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if that's a real deal, but it is now in my life. It is. And so, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I've, I, like I said, I'm 35. I never thought I'd go through this. Uh, I tell my, whenever my friends asked me after they found out that I was having a baby, they were like, uh, well, what, what, how are you feeling? And I'd say, uh, I feel like this is, I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but I, I feel like that, uh, there was a there's amusement park at a ride. I mean, amusement park. Um, there's a ride at a. Oh, screwed that up. There is a, a ride at an amusement park, and I I've always been told I'll never get to ride that ride. Like it's in it's in Tokyo, Japan. This at amusement park in Tokyo, Japan, and uh, I'll never go to Tokyo, and I'm never gonna ride this ride. And then one day, somebody comes up and says, "Hey, here's a ticket." We're flying you to Tokyo to ride that ride. And you're like, whoa. And it hits you. And you and you realize that you're going to get to experience something that you never thought you'd get to experience. And I tell people, like, as soon as, soon as that first doctor's visit with my girlfriend, like, from that point until this baby's born is an experience that is, is that ride. is like that experience that I never thought I thought I had past time. I was never going to have kids. Uh, I was just going to do my thing, be me the rest of my life. And it's like, you get to that, then you get to that end of that ride. And then you have to live on with the experience of riding that ride. But in this turn, you got to raise a kid. And so it's, it's a cool, it's, I mean, it's an awesome feeling. It's, it's awesome. in the fact that I never thought I would experience it. And, but it's, and it's also scary. Like I, like I started this whole part out, it's 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 a scary thing because this world is ridiculous now. Uh, completely different than when I was coming up or I was growing up. It's uh, yeah. Then you have to wor- like now I have to worry about what's what what's the world going to be like. I mean, I do anyway because I try to be a good person. Uh, try to try to leave this world better than I found it. Uh, do my part to leave this world better than I found it. But now, when you ha- when you bring when you have a little one that c- comes into play, and they you know that they're going to have to experience whatever you leave. Like that's a scary thing, man. And this world's freaking scary. It's insane. It's uh, it's confused. I mean, if, when people ask me, segue. When people ask me. 
like, what, what are your thoughts on the way the world is now? I always tell them, I'm like, this is, uh, it's confused. I think the world is confused. And, uh, I might have one of the most, uh, unappealing opinions now because, uh, I mean, I'm one of the, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't, it's, it's, it's like, how did we get here? And, uh. I feel like that politics holds so much over our world now. And, I mean, it didn't used to be like that. It used to be, I mean, there's always been politics. There's, it's always been political. But, uh, like, politics controls our nation now. And, uh, in a sense, in a, like, from, from, a, from a law standpoint and from an economy standpoint, politics has always controlled our nation. But now, from a moral standpoint, politics controls our nation. And, uh, like, it's, it's scary. It's scary how, either way, if, I mean, if you're red, blue, whatever, how the beliefs of one party can change your morals. Like, not, not the way it used to be. What it used to be was the way you were brought up is what state, what set your morals. And you live by those morals because that's what you were taught. Now people will change their morals in a, because of a Facebook post or an ad. And it's insane. And, 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 and I'm all for people, like, believe, believe what you want to believe. Uh, uh, support what you want to support. But allow other people to support that as well. Allow other people to support what they believe in. Because they have just, a, just as much a right to believe in it as you do. Or to believe in what they believe in. And it's, it's insane that people in a free country, the, possibly, the, probably, if not the freest country in the world, want to hold others down because of their beliefs, or because of their skin color, or because of their orientation, or because of where they were born. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, get, I don't understand how people can look at this and, and make sense out of it. How, how can you look at the landscape of some of the things that you post or, or talk about or uh, put out there and make sense out of it? Make sense out of uh, kicking, people, kicking people out or, or uh, jailing kids or... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, and I don't have answers. I don't because in in a, in times like this, even and, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, even as a white male in America, at times like this, when I feel like I can, I can try to stand up and and uh, voice, I, I stand up, I voice my opinion. It's not that I'm scared to. It's like, what is it? Because it's what is it? Wh- how is it going to be taken? Because this country and this this society is so screwed up right now that I can stand up for what I believe in, and half of half of the people that I try to sh- try to point that out to are going to take it as an ulterior motive to something else. Because there's so many avenues that are open in people's brains that nobody can be true to what they what they are. Nobody can be true to what they believe in. Because there's either ulterior motive, or you're trying to press this issue, or you're trying to negate this issue. I mean, it's it's insane. It's crazy. It's uh, it's scary. It is. And and I have, 
in a month, I have a, a child that uh, me and my girlfriend are bringing into this world. And that that in itself opens up another another responsibility to myself, to my child, to the mother of my child, and to the the nation that I will do my part to try to get this shit straight. Because at some point, it's going to... People have to smarten up, man. People have to. People have to get some common sense. There's there is no common sense anymore. I want. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. If if you think you have common sense, and I'm going to do this too because I just thought of it. Go back and look at a month's worth of Facebook posts. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Facebook does a lot for me because I promote on it. But Facebook is one of the causes of all this mayhem and all this bullshit go back and look go back to to 19 i don't know when was facebook started to the let's say the third year of, of facebook's existence go back to the third year of facebook's existence whatever that is 2003 2004 somewhere around there and look and look at your post for six months and just look at your post 90 percent of it is hey when ate Mexican today, stomach's messed up. Tuesday, six o'clock PM. Anybody doing anything tonight? I'm I'm free. That was Facebook post. Now you scroll through a Facebook uh your Facebook uh feed and you'll see uh this this person like this uh this person does this right here. That's because they uh hate the country. Uh, this conspiracy, uh, this athlete, uh, this, that, this, 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 that nothing can just be positive. Like preach, like, how about, how about we have like a month of positivity? How about we have a year of positivity? How about we start the positive movement? How about we, uh, preach positivity? That's, that's something I've always been, uh, big on is like, there's too much negativity in the world. There's too much like bullshit in the world. I mean, we got to take care of our kids. We got to take care of our families. We got to take care of the people that live in the United States. I don't care what color. I don't care where they're from. I don't care where where they were born. These are our people. These are these are the people that make up the United States. And uh, this is, these are the people that, as long as you believe in the values of our country and you want to protect it and and see it grow and see it prosper, then you're on the American team. That's what that's my views. I'm not pushing those views on anybody. I'm just saying, like if if you want to if you want to get religious with it, take care of thy fellow man. Take care of take care of the thy fellow man, which means take care of everyone. I mean, it might even be take care of thy fellow neighbor. I'm not a Bible. I'm not a Bible study, but uh, but yeah, it's like take care of the people that that are around you take care take care of people in general like who can, i mean they, yes there's bad people in the world yes i understand that yes there's uh there's terrorists and all that and i'm not making light of that subject but there are a lot of people in this country that want to be a part of this country that want to see this country prosper they want to see this country uh this this country grow they want to see this country become the the country that it once was those are the people that we take care of. 
no matter no matter their skin color, no matter their uh, gender, no matter their orientation, no matter uh, what their birth certificate says, those are the people that we take care of. And I'm off my soapbox. I'm off my rent. I didn't know I was going to go there, but uh, but I mean that's it's just stupid. It's silly that that we can't as grown men and women understand the concept of like take care of each other. And the fact that we let Democratic or Republican or whatever other political parties like guide the majority of our group to these conclusions, you don't even trust your own mindset. You don't even trust your own thoughts. What, you, what, what most people do is they're guided by political stances. That's all they are. It's, everything is based on a political stance. And that's bullshit. That it, some people don't aren't diehard political stance people, and it's it, it, I don't understand. I, and I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I'm done. You, I got worked up, and I got going. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't uh, like agree with my beliefs on that, then uh, you are more than welcome to believe what you want. You are more than welcome. I'm. I completely understand. I completely. Uh, I don't completely agree, but. I was grown. I, way I was brought up was that everybody, because this is a free nation, you are free to have your own beliefs, and you are free to have your own thoughts. So have your own thoughts, have your own beliefs. Just put some common sense behind them, and put some knowledge and some education behind them. That's all I ask. And to get, to move to another subject that's happened uh, over the course of this week is. That's non-controversial. It's the Nike ad. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just gonna stay controversial. I guess I don't know. And uh, people have asked me about the Nike ad. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, for one. Uh, I think Nike stole the ad from someone. That's not my place to put it. But uh, watch the videos. Like look it up on uh, on YouTube. Uh, there's there's some videos that's already been posted about. Uh, Nike kind of not stole the ad, but stole the idea for the ad from somebody, or borrowed. I should say I shouldn't say stole. They they borrowed the idea, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Once again, the uh, Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick thing is based on interpretation. Like, how do you interpret it? And uh. I mean, I've 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 heard his views on it. I've heard other people's views on it. The problem is the media is giving you their views, and they won't give anybody else's views on it. Uh, they want the the right side media wants you to believe that it's against the troops, it's against the nation, it's against the this and that. Uh, the left side saying it's uh, against the the racial inequ- uh, inequalities and uh, the killings of uh, African Americans by from cops. And uh, I agree with both sides. I can't. I, I mean, they both sides present very, very good points. But uh, I also believe that if you are a multi-billion-dollar company, you can choose who the hell you want to to be in your ad. And uh, if you if, if you do, if a company does something like that, there's no need to call them out on it because they went into it knowing that they were going to have people that like it and they're going to have people that hate it. And they're willing, if they're willing to do something like that, they are willing to lose some of their clientele 
it, to gain some clientele with the people. That's business. That's not even a political statement. That's business. It's th- there's no way that something like this goes out. This is what I was telling my friend the other day. There's no way that an ad like this goes out. Goes out on on this this big of a scale and has not already been talked about in the sense of this is going to piss people off. This is going to make people like people I mean this is going to get people on board that might not be Nike fans, which I don't know who in the world, like who in the like physical world is not a Nike fan who in the physical world, besides maybe third world countries. And they probably have seen Nike from donations, like has never seen a Nike check and hasn't seen a Jordan commercial or hasn't watched soccer and seen a Nike sponsor or watched any type of professional sport and not seen a Nike sponsor. I just, that it's it's we're not talking about an upstart company that is, that's taking a chance on running a uh controversial ad in uh in the world and it's I don't see I I mean it's if 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 you think like this this sounds so shitty but you the beauty of what I just spoke about about believing in your own beliefs uh having your own opinions on things, but do it educationally and uh have some common sense with them. The beauty of brands and clothing and shoes and uh the the world is that there's under armor there's adidas there's puma hell there's fubu not fubu. There's uh, I don't know where do, where did Fubu come from? I mean, does Fubu, is Fubu still around? Any like any credibility this whole statement had, I just lost with like. But Fubu, I used to have Fubu, so if anybody's judging me, I had a Fubu jersey when I was thirteen. Uh, we'll say f- screw it, Fubu. There's Umbro. Who remembers Umbro? Yeah, Umbro. There's there's all these brands that you can wear or you can support. It doesn't have to be Nike. And if you don't support if you don't want to support Nike, don't support Nike. If you do want to support Nike because you liked it, they took a stand, hell, support Nike. Don't go out and buy a shirt with the biggest fucking Nike check on it to throw it in people's faces. That's not what you need to do. Just continue to buy Nike. Don't burn your Nikes because you don't like what they what they do. Like donate them to a damn shelter. If you if you're that upset about the Colin Kaepernick thing, Donate your Nikes to the Goodwill or Shelter, because then somebody that can't afford Nikes can uh, can have catch a break and be able to wear a pair of Nikes that you take for granted because you can go buy a hundred dollar pair of shoes whenever you want to. It's that simple. Don't don't overcomplicate things. If you don't want to support Nike from the ad, don't support Nike from the ad. If you do want to support Nike because of the ad. Just keep buying Nike because hell, we all know you bought Nike before this, and you're gonna. And if you don't support it, as soon as your favorite football team wins a national championship or a title or wins something or releases a cool shirt, you're gonna go buy it. That's the way the world works. That's the simplistic nature of the American brain. That's that's how we are. We we can hate something one day. But as soon as as soon as they do something good or there's something that we gotta have, we're gonna go buy it. That's how it works. That's how we that's how this happens. 
It might not be the popular opinion, but that's that's how it is. It is what it is. And I'm like I'm the exact same way. I'm not I'm not condemning people or calling out people. I'm the exact same way. If I buy I I there was one time, not to sh- not to shit on Adidas. There was one time I bought Adidas basketball shoes when I was in high school. And on the third day of tryouts, my Adidas basketball shoes tore. Like the sole right off the back of the shoe. I told myself, I'm never buying Adidas shoes again. These are my first pair of Adidas's. I've heard they were good. They're not. They're crap. I'm never doing it again. My senior year of high school, I bought a pair of Adidas's. One of my favorite pairs of shoes I've ever had in my entire life. One of the most comfortable pairs of shoes I've ever had in my entire life. So, understand something. Like, you're going to be mad now, but the way the brain works, the way the world works, the way marketing works, is as soon as something comes out that you, that you can't not have, or your body or your brain or society is telling you you have to have, you're going to buy it. That's the way it works. So, uh, we don't need opinions. We don't need videos of you burning your Nikes. On, on social media, all we need is you to donate all your Nike stuff. Don't wear it anymore. Let somebody else uh, take advantage of a situation like this where you want to get rid of some clothes. That's what Goodwill does. Uh, and, yeah, there we go. It is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's my take on the, on that. And, and you know what? If If Adidas wants a controversial person, hey. Roll the dice. See what happens. If Reebok... Well, I forgot Reebok. Shit, I forgot Reebok. If Reebok wants a controversial person, hey, go for it. Do you? There's a reason that you've created this brand that's worth millions or billions of dollars. So I'm not going to question whether you want to, how you want to do your marketing campaign because I'm sure it's already gone through the ringer before it ever touches our eyes. So yeah, so do, do, do all you companies do your things. And I will brand my Tuesday special podcast with 300 listeners right now the way I want to brand it. And we can call it even. How's that? Does that work for everybody? Yeah. So, that's, that's just my take on that. A lot, of, a, lot of people, uh, a lot of people have their opinions. A lot of people have expressed their opinions through video or text message. Not text message. Or post on social media. But, yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, why... Anything like if if you bought something from Nike, you at least paid thirty dollars for it, unless you got it on sale. And if you got it on sale, good on you. But you at least paid thirty dollars on it for it. I'm not burning thirty dollars. I mean, the only time I ever burn thirty dollars is if I go eat like Mexican food, and that's and that's because within a good forty five minutes of me leaving the restaurant, it's out. Like it gets, it, I got to hit the bathroom and it's out. So that's the only time you'll ever find me where I'm gonna burn thirty bucks. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna burn a thirty dollar piece of uh, clothing when it could easily go to someone else that is not offended by an ad that would uh, uh, love it and appreciate uh, the gesture of being able to wear uh, comfortable clothing. Because because whether you agree with the ad or not, Nike has some good ass clothing and good and good shoes. And there's a reason that they've been around for so long because they make good stuff. So, I'm just putting that out there. But, yeah. I have a touch on my things. Blah, 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 blah. I think so. I think that's it. I've been going 43 minutes. This is a little shorter than uh, the other episodes. But, hey. I did what I could. Uh, this was scary. 
But as I tell everybody, if something's scary, it's even better when you conquer it. And this is me conquering the single person episode, me doing this marathon alone, nobody running beside of me, me stepping in, I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit my analogies now, me stepping into the weight room by myself without my workout partner. This is me doing cardio without my headphones. This is me on the grind, making sure that even if plans fall through, you get this podcast every Tuesday. So, if you want to support the podcast, like I said earlier in the episode, please go to iTunes and uh, research or search. I should. I'm I'm so burnt. Search Tuesday special podcast. Tuesday special. C H E W S D A Y. If you don't know how to spell special, just spell Tuesday. I don't know how many Tuesday podcast there is uh it's on stitcher radio for all you android users or uh is drone no droid droid android uh or those who don't have iphones or itunes uh stitcher radio is where it is or you can watch it on itunes i'm sorry god almighty struggling son struggling or you can watch it on youtube youtube backslash channel backslash one eight five seven nine i don't know I don't know. I'll put the link to everything in uh, under the video on YouTube. Uh, so, yeah. I appreciate you sitting with me, having this chat. Uh, I guess this is how you do it when you do a single-person podcast. Uh, if you like it, please leave a message or send me a message on Facebook. Uh, Patrick Price. Uh, Patrick Price Comedy. I apologize. Patrick, Patrick Price Comedy on Facebook. Uh, please like my page. Follow my page. Uh, you'll see when, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't get into me getting to the stand-up game. I've talked about it a little bit with Evan and our, on that first episode, but yeah, trying to do stand-up comedy if I don't have enough shit going on in my life. Uh, yeah, so I'm hitting a few open mics. Uh, got a show at Comedy Zone Charlotte in November. Uh, might do a show in October, but very, like, hit or miss because I, this, this schedule is crazy. If you, uh, want to support Companies I work for, PWX Wrestling, this Saturday in Shelby, North Carolina. Uh, it's for the Children's Miracle Network uh, Hospitals. And uh, it's put on by Loves. It's called uh, Headlocks for Hospitals, uh, Shelby City Park Gym, at the, so, at the Shelby City Park uh, area. Uh, come on out. we got a bunch of, bunch of big names coming in, and it's for charity. So it's all, all for a good cause. Uh, yeah. And thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, as always, I say thank you for supporting artists. Thank you for supporting our beliefs. And uh, thank you for sitting with me. I hope I was entertaining. I don't know. I will listen to it back and judge for myself. But until next Tuesday, thank you for listening. Tuesday special podcast. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Tuesday's special podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a like on this video, and comment down below. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, my God.